guys and girls and everybody. This is Lissa Mandel from the Bitch Seat Podcast. As some of you may know, we are a part of the Atlantic Transmission Network, which is a network that puts out all kinds of great podcasts. A great way to support our show and our sister shows is to visit theatlantictransmission.com and click on the Amazon link at the top of the homepage. It's all the same great Amazon stuff at the same great price, but we get a small piece for sending you there. So if you want to keep shows like The Bitch Seat going, keep us happy, then, uh, you know, throw in your pennies. You don't even have to pay anything extra. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome to The Bitch Seat! I was like, don't put more than 30 chairs. I want people to be close. And still nobody sits in the front row. So anyway, um, except for Scott. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys for coming. This means the world to me to see. Uh, hello, Lindsay. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, this show is very uh, dear to my heart and hopefully to some of yours as well. Uh, it's a podcast about childhood and how we all uh, were a disaster then and uh, live to tell the tale. So this is our four, this, this month, four years ago, was the first live show that we ever did. So that's a long ass time. Didn't think it was going to last that long. Thank you. Um, so in light of that, the theme of this particular episode is going to be birthdays, particularly disappointing or messy or disastrous birthdays. Um, because who wants to hear about the happy ones? That's boring. So, um, and in light of that, uh, just this very morning, one of our guests uh, dropped off the lineup. It's the magic of live comedy. Uh, so that was a little bit disappointing, but we have such a jam-packed uh, you know, crowd of other incredible talents that it is going to be more than filled for you. And in case you get super bored, um, if you all look under your chairs, if you haven't found them already, you'll find my Oprah gift to you, which is a goodie bag filled with some cheap shit. So, um, and for those of you in that section over there, um, the, the better bags are in this section. So, you know, you're going to have to grab them later or now or whenever. Cool. Okay, so uh, generally speaking, my birthdays were, were pretty good. I had a lot of YMCA birthdays. Did anybody else have YMCA birthdays? Pool parties with pizza? Very basic. Um, and then there was also the, uh, the, the famous bowling uh, party. So I have one image of myself from one of these. If we could see this, Beowulf, please. Um, looking really nonplussed about it. I don't even think this was my birthday, but I uh, should not be dressed like this at a bowling alley. Um, and then um, I would say probably the best birthday of my life, as all the Jews can attest, was my bat mitzvah because it's a gigantic fucking party for you, like the biggest that you'll ever have probably. Um, and so I have a picture from about that age. Uh, a Beowulf, a please. Um, so, you know, it all looks well and good. Some people in the house will recognize these uh, people from Guilford, Connecticut, but this was my, like, super awkward phase. So if we could just zoom in on this. I mean, that's why I had no boyfriends. So, yeah, great. That's enough of that. 
so, um, as a Jewish person in the Northeast, I went to a lot of other people's bar and bat mitzvahs as well. So I'm going to read an entry from that. Um, yeah. This is Satin 2. So this is 7th uh, grade, I guess. Uh, November 4th, 1995. <clears throat> Dear Satin 2, today was the best day of my life. I was waiting for this day my whole life, and it finally came. I slow danced with a boy at Leah's bat mitzvah. <laughs> at the beginning of the night, I promised myself I will dance with someone tonight. Now, I've said this many times. I've dreamed about it. I think about it all the time. Tonight, I finally danced with someone, Jonah. You see, at first I really wanted to dance with Billy, but he had to leave before I could ask him. It was the last dance of the night. The lights were dim. The DJ played Kiss from a Rose. And I felt like I would cry. Leah was dancing with Jonah. I was so depressed. And then I have a little, like, uh, parentheses in here, which says, oh, look, Kiss from a Rose just came on the radio. That's because I'm psychic, you guys. Leah let go of Jonah and began dancing with her uncle. Without even thinking, I stepped up to Jonah and put out my arms. They said everything for me. <laughs> he accepted. He slid his arm around my waist, and I put my hand on his shoulder. We held, each we held each other's free hands and began waltzing slowly. My heart was pounding. I swear it was just like those daydreams that I'm always making up. <laughs> it was the best moment of my life. I looked him in the eye. I promised myself I would dance with someone tonight. That's a good promise, he replied soothingly. <laughs> wow, just like a movie. I can't express how special it was to me. As I said earlier, tonight was the best night of my whole life. Love, LMM. And the funny thing is that the next entry, which is um, the day after my, bat, after my bat mitzvah, which was the 19th of November, the same month, uh, I say, Dear Satin 2, I just don't believe it, but it's over. My bat mitzvah was the best day of my whole life. <laughs> it gets worse. It gets worse, guys. It doesn't actually get better. It gets worse. Uh, and I, I have had one other really good day, like maybe best day of my life, and it was when I took a really good mushroom trip. But otherwise, pretty disappointing. So um, on that note... Uh, Let's get it going. Oh, and if you want snacks besides uh, sugary things, there are some good crunchy things and some beverages and stuff uh, at the snack bar in the back. Alvin is over there, so please support him. We love Nerd Melt. We love Alvin. And, uh, yeah, how are you guys feeling? You seem, like a, you seem like a quiet crowd. I want to encourage you to be more... No, he said. What? Oh, my God. Well, someone is actually doing something with her life, and it's not me. Uh, great. That's, okay, we'll talk later. Uh, what? Yeah, updates, updates. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's get to it. Don't be afraid to make any kind of noise. This is a live podcast recording, so it will be available later, and it wants to sound like people were here, so great. Um, so, uh, let me bring up my co-host. Um, he's a delight and, you know, he keeps me from going totally insane. It's Phil. <laughs> Drama. 
You guys, there are glow sticks in those goodie bags. Yes. Yeah, be careful when you trip or, or anything like that. That's, usually I have to do that for myself. Remind myself to be careful when I trip. Um, Phil. What's up, guys? <laughs> How are you? Hey, Phil, you're really Hi. good at uh, opening presents. Yes. In fact, that's where I'm the most filmed. Um, my father has filmed every single Christmas uh, from when I could open gifts. And I'm awaiting... Like, he's threatened that he's going to cut together, like, a positive video and then the negative video of all of our gift reactions. But, like, the thing with me is I hate surprises. And I will react negatively to a gift that I will wear for, like, the rest of my life because eventually I'll come around to it. Like, this shirt. Do you know how angry I was this year when I received this shirt? I don't know why I was angry. It was like this... The, the, this rush of blood to my head. It's because it's because it's the it's the anticipation of the holiday that's the good part. So you you're 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 the stakes are so high that I feel like anything you get is gonna be a letdown. I didn't even ask for anything. Like I'm 34 now. Like what? what, what uh, whatever. Uh, Can uh, Beowulf? May we see the next clip? This is a. Uh, I I was looking for whoa, pictures. This is pixelated as it's fuck. Very pixelated. So if you if you guys get up. And walk to the back of the theater. <laughs> this is me opening. This is m one of my favorite Christmases to watch me uh, because I get a lot of gifts th this year that I don't know what they are. But for some reason, I'm so happy that I'm like, oh, that's great. Like, <laughs> there's I wish I could f somehow save VHSs uh, or at least knew how to do that because there's this one of like you can. You can. It's the future. Well, how do you do that? You can. Ch there are places where you can. Turn a VHS into a DVD. It's 2018. Phil. I really hope my father doesn't hear this podcast because then I know what's coming. I Just hope he doesn't hear it anyway because show. we're always saying shit that he probably doesn't want to know. So that's true. Honestly. Like, uh, fun story about that mushroom trip. When I told my mother that we went on that trip and it was a delight, every every ten sec ten minutes after that, she would be like, "Phil, you're not going to do mushrooms again, right?" Please don't do mushrooms again. I was like, no, I had a good time. Like, what do you want me to do? The first time I did it was awful. I fought a demon in my underwear. Um, I haven't had... Uh, well, are we... Is the theme is sad birthdays or sad or birthdays? Or disappointing or a mess or a disaster or like, you know, some yours or somebody else's. Um, there was... Well, I always feel like whenever I did murder mysteries, I'd see some sad shit. Because like it would, no, it would always be no, like no, that's you being a grown up. I'm yeah. talking about come on, you know Fine. what? I don't really have any. Like there's one time I was trying to court, I was trying to court two people at once when court? I was 12. Yes, I was trying to court this my the, this the. When you grew up and well, I mean well, you did no. grow up pretty close okay. to medieval times. So there was I was trying to court this girl Jean who I had a crush on, and I was trying to court this guy Jeremy who was my friend who I wanted to be a friend of instead of just an acquaintance of, because like. My, I, I was between best friends in, in elementary school, and you can't do that, or else what are you going to do with your life? Talk to your wall? That's what I did. And, like, and so I, I was trying to... We, we went to see Adam's Family Values for my birthday. Great sequel, by the way. <laughs> Shout out to Adam's Family Values. Um, and I had her here, and then him here, and I was trying to, like, during the show, like, I don't know how to... Uh, what do you do? Like, you're, we're watching a movie together, that's all. I wasn't friends with either of those guys, and it didn't didn't happen that way. I think she found out that I was reading, because I, I liked her because 
Her name was Jean, and I was reading X-Men at the time, and Jean Grey is a character there, and I was like, oh, just like Jean. And I like Jean Grey, and I also like this Jean. And then she found out and thought it was weird and didn't want to talk to me anymore. And then, you know, we all turned 10, and it was water under the bridge. (laughs) What a romantic. If her name hadn't been Jean, you wouldn't have had a crush on her. No, she sang, and her her father was a cool storyteller dude. So I was, I kind of, I liked that. He used to come to this, to like... So you had a crush on her father? I had a crush on her... I had a cr- the whole vibe of the family was pretty cool because they were all like <laughs> they moved they moved to Nutley and they were like storytellers and all played guitar and I was like this is kind of fun this is like a Bob's Burger subplot yeah, episode we'd rather like- have a hippie family for sure <laughs> for sure um, it was definitely Gene by the way <laughs> uh, did I tell you I had a dream. The night before my birthday. So, okay, my birthdays, my mom was the best. And she, I would wake up at like four in the morning and she would have had uh, like a scavenger hunt for me. So like at the foot of my bed, there would be like a clue that led me somewhere else in the house and somewhere else. I don't even remember what any of the presents were. Uh, but the scavenger hunt was the most important part. But That's there was great. one birthday I had where when I, w- I went to sleep and had a dream that I opened my closet and there was a horse in there. I wasn't even a horse girl. I was never a horse girl. But I did open the closet when I woke up and there was no horse. And that was a real bummer. Oh, Oh, I'm remembering now. I had a shitty birthday because I had no friends. And (laughs) and every birthday, my parents would always would tuck the gift in next to me. So I'd wake up next to it. But this time, the gift they gave me was this huge G.I. Joe Jeep that they couldn't fit in my bed. So I was like, I don't have a gift. And then I come downstairs and then my mom was like, do you also want to take the day off? Because I know you've been having a hard time. And then we just like hung out for the whole day. You and your mom? Me and my mom the whole day. It was the greatest. It was like I was, it was like 11th birthday, nine, 95. Uh, same time you were yeah. of your journal. Well. Yeah. So that's all. That's I all hope I your mom listens to this podcast. I changed my mind. Me too. I, I, I hope she wondered. I mean, I hope she finds out what a podcast is one day. <laughs> In spite of me telling her. Okay. Good times. point. Good point. Yeah. All right. Let's get on. Let's get to it. it. Let's get on with it. Uh, amazing. Um, so our first guest tonight, I've known for, we figured out like 15 years, which is horrifying because I know him from college. Uh, so it's a, who cares? I age myself all over the place here. Um, he is a delight. He's so fucking funny. The last time he was at this show, he was heckling me, but in a really lovable way. Um, he's done, uh, where the bears are, uh, Hollywood fringe, some improv. He's got great characters. Give it up for Chris Yonan. That's yeah. right. The, you can't escape. I know, right? I'm trapped up here. That's right. That's how we roll. Yeah. So, Chris. Yes. Um, real quick before we get into your, like, Santa bag of goodies there. My, he my, brought a whole Santa bag. bag. <laughs> um, do you have any recollections of particular birthdays that were a kind of not what you were hoping? I mean, my birthdays in general were usually pretty eventful because we would get, like, magicians or we would go bowling or we would do something, you know? But the only one that I specifically remember being disappointed about was I had a small obsession with Whoopi Goldberg as a child. <laughs> and so when her classic film, The Associate, came out, yes. <laughs> which was her dressing up as a white man and being the executive of a company, was the premise of the movie. Um, I, we went with my, fa- my, my friends and I went. And I just remember it not being very good. And I was very disappointed. I mean, it's not a great story, but I was just like, damn, Whoopi, like, you let me down. I feel like I could never discern a good or bad movie until I was at least 14. You like, wouldn't have liked this one. Uh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. You what were you hoping from it? Do you know? 
I mean, I just loved Whoopi. It'd be like, you know, everything she had done, I was like, I connected to her and I, I did a biography of her in fourth grade. Amazing. You had to choose someone to do a biography <laughs> on it. All people, I was like, Whoopi. Um, but yeah, I, I just, it was not a, it's not one of her, her best. Bummer. Which is okay. Everyone has, has you know, bad well, days. But it was my birthday, so it was disappointing. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Well. You survived. You lived to tell I mean, I'm still here. You are. And so is Whoopi. Well, Whoopi should just never yeah. play a man, you know? She should just be her true self, right? Oh, my God. She's amazing. Also, The View. She's fierce on The View. I know. Oh, I saw her. I went to see her yeah. live. I, oh, you did? I fucking did. Oh, my God. I would love. <laughs> I would love to see her live. She's, I would absolutely love to smoke with her one day. <laughs> oh, I, that I too. Yeah, bucket list. Right. I have her. I read her. She was one of the first, like, celebrity books that I read. She had written a book. I don't know what it was called, even. Um, but every chapter was on a different like thing, and she talked. And I was like twelve, reading like Whoopi's thoughts on life. Yeah, I, it was. But I remember just being in love with her. Oh. Not in love with her, but I loved her. <laughs> How old were you when you came out? Uh, like nineteen. But how, when did you know? Like nineteen, I was very like innocent of my sexuality, naive of my sexuality until. Hmm. I started, you know, second day. Oh, Beowulf. Can we get a glimpse of just how Young naive Chris. to sexuality no. this boy was? Oh, yes, was? you may have to. My mother says she You may have shocked. to move aside so that the, the people can see this. Um, oh, it's, he looks it's, like he's doing his first open mic over here. Um, yeah, so, Chris. So, this was like, I'm going to say early 90s. Um, the zebra pants. Are, they were Raiders. They were L.A. Raiders pants, even though I was from Chicago. I don't know why I had Raiders pants. Um, you can see the colors, the color blocking and the like ponchos, very 90s. You look like you're meditating on a rock here. And you the know, thing <laughs> is, like, the, underneath this photo uh, that you sent to me, it says Eternal Flame. What's that <laughs> no, about? That's, that's a different photo. Oh, that's a different photo. Yeah, I'm so sorry. We'll get one. there. Okay. Um, this was, I believe it was Yellowstone. We, we would... Uh, take road trips as a kid as kids we would drive all over the country oh you had a cool family yeah we would go to like dc and disney world and mount rushmore and i mean i saw america so this was like yellowstone i think and i was about 10 i just love the fashion you know we were always especially as babies we were dressed i mean not poorly this was dressed poorly <laughs> I, I look a mess here but we did were... you choose your clothing or did your mom choose it for you no i mean i had a say <laughs> i mean i think i dressed myself here I think you did well. I, yeah, well, it's I very was, patriotic. Well, I, I, I wanted to make a statement. You know, like even if I didn't know how, I, I always felt like I needed to do something noticeable. <laughs> Can we see the next one, Beowulf? Please. This is the eternal flame. Look at that. Oh, hit. there it is. There's the flame. Yes. This, this was the like the unmarked soldier or or JFK. Someone someone's grave in D.C. Again, a, a road trip. Got a lot of mileage in that jacket. Same poncho. <laughs> I look much younger there though, but the yeah. same poncho. But yeah, my mom's caption was the eternal flame because of the flame. And I always was like, oh, she knew. <laughs> <laughs> she knew. I feel like I folded many of these at my grandfather's store and had to hide them like in like re- just as the 2000s crawled on. And we had like 25, 30 To be of clear, these. his grandfather's store was a giant warehouse where they sold a lot of like black market goods. It wasn't a giant warehouse. It was a large trailer. That also had our oh, own personal me. belongings that sometimes accidentally got sold. <laughs> New Jersey. Uh, hey. Can we see the, the next picture, please? 
<laughs> what is it? What's happening here? <laughs> so this is also Yellowstone. Um, and those are buffalo chips, which is yeah. dried buffalo poop. And like, <laughs> I don't know why we thought it was a good idea to take it home, but like, we were just really enthusiastic about our You vacation. picked up the buffalo poops and took them with you? Just that one. But it was like a souvenir. You know what I mean? Like, we were like, I don't even remember why we thought that was a good idea. But it was like, oh, this is, this. there was no gift shop. It was like, oh, here's a souvenir. It's like, so we took it home. I mean, we threw it away. Did it actually it. smell bad or does it smell no, it, like it nothing? it was dried out. It was, it was totally dry. So this is for drama, drama effects. This, yes, this was me being a diva at, this was my early dramatics. Great. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Well, come back and sit with us. Yes. Okay. And let's let's go into this bag. And right. you you don't have to bring the here. I can take the stand from you. There's a lot of yeah. There's always a lot of shit to deal with up here. That's my fault. All right. Sorry. Just like when we talk, there's a lot of shit oh, to man. deal with, and literally, there's just a lot <laughs> of emotional shit. and. Yeah. I mean, you knew what you were involved with. Okay. So. So this is the like cornerstone piece, I believe. Of yes. My, of my collection. <laughs> um. My so my mother would always be like. What do you want to do? Do you want to play soccer? Do you want to do theater? Do you want to, you know, and I'd always say yes. I just liked, I said yes to everything. And Good she improviser. was a big needle pointer. We had like needle point things around the house. And she was like, do you want to needle point something? And I was like, okay. So <laughs> I needle pointed oh. this. Isn't that fucking amazing? Also a big rainbow. I mean, everyone knew what was going on. <laughs> It's a rainbow in a gold glittery pot of gold. For and it your says, tooth. It says my tooth. So my tooth. I would hang this above my bed. And when I would lose teeth, I would. there's a little pocket here. And I would put my teeth in the pocket. And when I would wake up, there would be money, like a dollar or two. Did you, know? you, did, did you have a, a pillow tooth? A no, tooth I had a tiny little porcelain, heart-shaped porcelain box uh, for my teeth. But I would still try to put it under my gotcha. pillow. You know, even when I hadn't lost a tooth, and just see if the tooth fairy would bring me something anyway. And did you get she, she did not. No, no, no. She didn't. Listen, no. you wouldn't. Why would you? Would you file your taxes on a time when you don't need to file your taxes? They're not. The IRS isn't going to get back to you. I wanted to see if the tooth fairy was legit, and I found out the hard way that she was not. But she's very prompt with her schedule. She shows up when there's teeth. <laughs> I, I always think I knew it was my mother. I knew it wasn't yeah. the tooth fairy. My father was like, "You've seen the tooth fairy," and I'm like, "Where?" And then I realized. Was he was trying to be. I actually have sneaky. all my teeth in a jar. What? Yeah, it's really scary. Yeah, it's creepy. Like these old teeth in a little. Did, I don't know what. Is kind it of, yours like or is it your parents' jar? It's like a jelly container that gotcha. had been like washed out, and then but all is, my teeth are in there. You you collect them like it's in your room, or is it like it's it, with my personals? Gotcha. Yes. Okay. It is not like in my parents' room or anything. Gotcha. It, yeah, I have near the bed. It's all in my parents' room. <laughs> they have like a, a book with our like hair, our umbilical cord, our teeth. It's like, oh, it's like lockets of yeah, what? all the lockets of stuff. Yeah, like people don't do. Your this. mother saved your umbilical cord. Oh, they. Ha! Is that a thing people do? Check, mate. We're better hoarders than you than your parents. My parents are not hoarders. They are collectors. We've been over this before. Fine, fine, How fine. is it stored? Like in a jar with water? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How is just it in, in case I lose a hand or something, apothecary. we can clone, me, you know, clone a body part <laughs> off of my building. Yeah. Um, this, is a, this is talent right here. So how old were you when is, you yeah. did this? This was like 10-ish maybe. What? Early 90s. Um, Extra credit for sure. And so you brought... You... I was definitely an extra credit child. <laughs> Not in that way, but I was extra. Um, and you brought an example of one that your mother made yes. so, that so, inspired so I, I your work. I just figured if anyone wanted to know where this came from, 
this was like, and this is still on my bed because I'm a mama's boy. <laughs> you know, we had like, she had like, oh, she made great. our stock Christmas stockings every year, these beautiful stockings. And then we had like framed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and each number had a different, you know, animal or a different toy. She was, she was also extra. And um, <laughs> so, yeah, so sh this was an, I just figured you would see the evolution. Well, I think you showed very well for yourself. Yeah. I thought I that your good. mother had made that rainbow pillow the whole time. I didn't know you did oh, it. Oh, no, I made it. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. Yes, That's queen. Great. Well, it's great. I fucking love it. I love how the big bad wolf but seems good-natured in that, he, in this reality. He does. He's smiling. Well, he's going to eat soon. <laughs> 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 Who doesn't like ribs? <laughs> okay, what's next? What else? Yeah, what else do you, you have in you there? Santa. I, I also brought, uh, speaking of Santa, I so this is like this legendary, not legendary ornament, but um, I made this and it's dated 1986. So I was three or four. And I must have made it in like preschool. I'm not really sure where I made it. And every year I insist on putting it somewhere prominent on the tree. And now that I'm old enough to have my own tree, it is the, the angel on top. And it makes my mom in, really mad. <laughs> it's just a little cone and a little, little green finger paint. And so you put I, it on the tree and she's like, this is ruining my tree's aesthetic? <laughs> she thinks that it's really ugly. Yes, because her tree is like, you know, gorgeous. I can imagine after the needle point. My is dad it adds fake? all the extra. It's a fake tree, yes. And my dad adds extra light, so it's like the burning bush. Yeah. It's like Moses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like, you know, a, a shit stain on the tree. You can wear it as a hat, though. Well, you know, I actually... Um, I, I have a lot of stuffed animals that I still keep with me just for nostalgia. And I have this little cow beanie baby thing. And I put the cow on the top of the tree this year and I made this her little dunce cow. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so you, you, you clocked me. What did that cow ever do to you? Nothing. Well, she just needed, she needed a costume. <laughs> you know what I mean? She needed a crown. This is her crown. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. 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 It's so avant-garde. that. It's right. Mm -hmm. It's very up on What is it made of? Uh, string? Like yarn? This is yarn, yeah. And then this thing, I have no idea what this is. It's cardboard. Yeah. Oh, this is a, it's an industrial cardboard So, here. Chris, <laughs> I know you said that you said yes to everything, mm -hmm. um, but did you think that you were going to be an artist from when you were really little? Because you were always creating stuff. Yeah, I mean, I look back. It's funny. When you gave me this assignment, I was looking through my stuff, and... I had like boxes of writings that I had made that I don't remember making. And, you know, I always was doing like theater as a kid. So I was always very creative and I always like enjoyed the arts and making things. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I thought I'd be like sitting in the Nerdist doing this, you know, when I was five. But like I always knew I wanted to express myself. You've done a great job. Thank I think you've done you. a great job. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. You have anything else for us in there? So I've got <laughs> so, <laughs> endless bag. I mean, carpet right, bag. It's just like Santa's little. So I. So the, uh, in terms of my writings, my prolific presence in the literary world, I have uh, two examples of what the types of things that were in these things that I found in my in my house. Um, in grade school there was like a service I mean this is not as fancy but there was a service that you could send your text to and they would bind it as a book like a hardback book 
and send it back to you. So you you were like a, a published a six, author. Yeah, you were like six years old, and you had this little book, and you could then illustrate the the text. This was obviously <laughs> not quite as fancy, but it's called Stitches by Dr. Yonan. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I don't know why I was a doctor. <laughs> And it's for mom with a little heart because I was a mama's boy. And so this is, it's, it's six sentences. Um, this is an example of the, the narration, the narrative. This is nonfiction. This okay. is memoir. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is memoir. Once there was a boy named Christopher. And all of these pictures are like stick figures, no hair, you know, no, no, nothing. Not even abstract. Like, Abstract. Everyone yeah. looks angry. I don't know that anyone is angry in real life. How old anyway. were you? Did you say? This was probably preschool. Like you thought six or seven. Okay, like, like first right. grade. Yeah, yeah. Very angry. Very Nasty angry. eyebrows. Yeah. Once there was a boy named Christopher. He smashed his head on some steps. This is memoir. <laughs> he had to get stitches at school. He couldn't play PE, and there's a sunshine on him while he can't play PE. So are I you wearing like, a helmet? I don't know what that. I think that's my hair. <laughs> I think it's just like. You know, dark colored hair. And then one day he got his stitches out and he could play PE, the end. <laughs> They're all very focused on like beginning, middle, end. And it's whole, all like four pages long. I wish all of our life tragedies could be that simple and like yeah. tied up. That's well, so great. It's funny because like this was a major event. Like I fell and like had stitches. I remember blacking out after I fell. I woke up in the emergency room like someone was like, this is like one of my earliest memories and this is how I like processed it. That's great. We should all process it that way. I mean, I'm thrilled that it's here. <laughs> it reminds me of the day. So, you know. Um, and then and this, this other my, one here. My journal from school, first grade, 1988. Um, and I guess I had to do this. I don't remember this. This must have been from my journal. Oh, very colorful. Yeah, oh, yeah. I went to Great America Balls. <laughs> the Six Flags. I went to Six Flags, and there's like a ball pit for the kids. So I went to. But the, it just says balls. It just says. That's balls. great. All right. Um, the I, ball pit. Trying to draw one in elementary school was always kind of a I mean, fun I think challenge. I did a good job. This is no. That's 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 very this is good. Actually, the best drawing in the whole thing. So I'm oh, yeah? starting high. <laughs> yeah, it's only going to go downhill. Oh. Um, yeah. I had a condo in Florida. We would go to Florida to a timeshare when I was a kid, and so the condo was just a big blue block. That could be a pool. Maybe that's the pool. I mean, it's blue. Oh, my God. That's what I remember that's about vacations. Pool. Oh, and here's, <laughs> here's like chairs. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lisa. I'm so glad you could yeah. have this catharsis on I my stage. <laughs> I didn't know. Anyway. I love mom. We're both bald. No clothes. <laughs> no hands. It's no just feet. the simplicity. You know, you it's love her just, soul, you know? Well, and the one thing that, that is... The through line is I always wrote, I like or I love X. It was never a negative. It wasn't angsty. It was always just like, this is what I like today. And I like that about myself. You're so positive. It's it's, I'm still the same way. <laughs> it's funny how we're still the same. Yeah. Tucson, Arizona. We would go to a dude ranch. This is supposed to be a horse. <laughs> I don't know if you can see. It has giant like Jenga Box. legs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It looks like a leg. It looks like a comb. <laughs> so well it's a delight yeah thank yeah, you there's nothing of particular note other than <laughs> just the you've got you've got the idea now yeah well what's the um most what's the most recent disappointing birthday you've had the most recent oh geez 
Um, I mean, I'm just getting older. That's disappointing. In I mean, yeah. Honestly, I mean, um, yeah. No, you know, I'm pretty good. At, again, I'm a positive person. So I, I'm usually just like, actually, the first birthday I had in L.A., I really learned what L.A. was about because I invited all of my <laughs> friends who I kind of knew, but the same was thing. reconnecting with yeah. after a year. And literally two people came, and I was at the yeah. bar alone. Yeah, I had, I had this two, is a universal experience my, in the city. My roommates were my escorts uh, that that helped me to weren't escorts. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they escorted me to the bar, and then my I had two two friends show up. But yeah, it was. Um, that's kind of that's what that's what happens when you're yeah. in a new place. I mean, and, in, well, uh, in New York though, everyone like you know swings yeah, through and they need a reason to drink. Yeah, it's New York, but you in can LA, drink. People here. don't do that. It seems. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 harder to be a functioning alcoholic here. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, I'm going to give you a present because oh uh, that's what we do on birthdays, but it's also what we do on the show. It's not a present, really. It's, you know, a piece of something that I was discarding from my childhood home okay. that you get to have one of now. Okay. Uh, I'm ready. And I just think that I just think that you'll enjoy this because it's from a happy time and place. So. It's some uh, Mardi Gras beads. Uh, I've never been to Mardi Gras, but my grandmother went, so she brought me some beads. So these are authentic beads. <laughs> Those are authentic beads. Authentic plastic beads. And now they are yours. Thank you, my dear. Um, yes, you are so welcome. Thank you for coming and oh, spilling your pleasure. guts. I appreciate it. Chris Yonan, everybody. Thank you all. Thank you. And, Find uh, the rainbow in your life. What? Oh, yeah, you Find can just... Oh yes, fun. Yes, like hang that above your bed yeah. now. Yeah, hang it above your bed. I will. Great, great. Um, cool. Great. Right. How you guys doing? How Is everybody doing? okay? Yeah. All right. Okay. Are you Are you great. subscribed to the podcast on Google Play, iTunes? Uh, oh, good point. Stitcher? Good point. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We have a podcast. Um, it is a podcast. It is a podcast. Yes, it's a podcast. Uh, uh, and hey, if anybody wants to take pictures at any point throughout this or um, Instagram stories or whatnot, we are the bitch seat on Instagram. Um, we are the bitch seat on Facebook. Yeah. We are the underscore, underscore bitch underscore seat on, on Twitter. Twitter. Um, yes. And uh, real quick, before I invite up our next um, guest, um, does anybody remember these things? Who can tell me why this was a thing? Because I, I think that these pacifier things had to do like this with is drugs. the one I was. Yeah, right. Had to do with drugs. But I but still, even so, my sister had them. This she was didn't a thing. Drugs. This was a thing in the early '90s, and obviously, I collected them because they looked cute, and I liked tiny versions of anything. But I had no idea why. So, what does it mean? What kind of drugs? Shall well, now I can hear you coming. Yes. In Oh. That's hard plastic, though. That's not gonna. I know these are made of hard plastic. They're not real pacifiers, so I think you'd actually break your teeth. That's on an them. industry trying to fuck you over. So you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you for this. I, I learned something. That. I do remember seeing p the kids at the mall with pacifiers, like it's real ones. Real, not these. I'm sure I got these at the mall. Yeah. Yeah, probably Delia's or Pro Claire's. Mm, Claire's. 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 Yeah. Yeah, snaps yeah. for Claire's. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yes, uh, for the people who are listening to the podcast and didn't hear that dude, uh, the, pa the little pacifiers were for ecstasy, so you would not grind your teeth. Um, and now we know. Yeah. So next time I'm a Burning Man, I will bring one with me. Not okay. those. Then that's, that'll be a problem. Not, not the These decorative. Just decorative. Decorative pacifiers yes. to remind us of where we've come from yes, and how far right. we've come. Mm -hmm. They're so cute. Yeah, let's okay, go. Okay, let's go. Uh, so next up, we have a special guest who is in town from New York. Uh, she is a 
seriously a badass woman. She has always been extremely kind and generous to me, too, which means something. But she also happens to be a writer on Saturday Night Live and is just like killing it this past season. So uh, give it up for our friend Anna Dresden. Um, so, Anna, we're going to hop off and let you have the stage. Oh, okay, good. All right. No, not good. I just was like, how does this work? Oh, well, no, we're going to leave and you can have it. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll be back. Thanks. Yeah. Give it up for them. Make a noise. <laughs> Hi. How are we doing, Los Angeles? Yeah. And different parts of it. And you have opinions about each one of them. And. Just think about that, you know? It's like, if you're from that place that's near, that's like way over there, and that's kind of kooky, and and then the, you know, the weird people are down there um, over in the hill. Um, I have been having a great time here. Um, I've been going out a lot of meetings, um, and which is great, but, um, I don't know. (sighs) Is it okay to be a little vulnerable? I don't know. Like, I don't want to, okay. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, no, it's like, everyone's like, my success, my success. And like, I'm not, I don't know, I just had like a, it's like a really frustrating experience being here because I am um, trying to like transition because it's like, you know, like you do your job and then it's like, but what do you actually want to do? And like my actual passion is being a famous model and <laughs> and I'm not that yet. And it's like, well, how do I get there? And it was like, okay, well, go on, go sees, which is like an audition, but you, it's like jeans and a tank top and like not a lot of makeup and you walk, and you show them your pictures, and um, I don't know, just these places were, like, so just, like, shut down to me, and, like, yeah, I heard a lot of that, and, like, (laughs) I don't know, it just fucking sucked, like, it just, like, you feel like shit all the time anyway, and then these people are, like, no, you can't, you can't do it, and, like, just hear all day, like, no, I'm sorry, and it's just not gonna work, and I just heard the last one, they were, like, this isn't, no, this is not a thing, and I was, like, why not? Why can't I be a model? And they said, isn't it obvious? And, um, and I was, like, I was just done. I was, like, I want to hear you say it. And they were like, okay. I mean, someone has to tell you at some point, um, Anna, you can't be a famous model because every time someone takes your picture, you say cheese. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, I can't change that, you know? You just have something grinded into you from childhood just over and over again. Just like every time someone takes a picture, it's like, I don't even know who I am. It's like, gee, you know? (laughs) And they were like, the cover of Vogue can't be like, 
that was that was um thanks for letting me share um <laughs> kind of sucked i saw hamilton though that was a win Do you guys see it oh it's so good um but i don't know oh, it was kind of rough though like the whole experience like it was better in my head before than when i went like the tickets were five hundred dollars and i was in the very last row in the theater and the woman next to me kept being like, ma'am, stop masturbating. <laughs> and I was like, um, this seat was $500. <laughs> not gonna not finish. <laughs> Just kidding, I can't come sitting up, I'm not a witch. <laughs> Other people in the room, what? No, <laughs> not a porn star. Um, <laughs> I saw an old coworker recently and I saw she had a diamond ring on her finger and I was like, oh my God, you're engaged. Ah, that's so fun, who is Ava? And she was like, oh, actually, uh, I'm married. Ah. And I was like, ew, <laughs> who fucking cares, go away. <laughs> ew. She was like, do you wanna hear about my husband? I was like, no. <laughs> Always stay engaged, that's the key. Never married, always engaged. Marry, don't care. Engaged, scream. <laughs> you want people to be screaming, otherwise what kind of woman are you? You know? Um, I think we should give it up for men, right? <laughs> There's so much. Sorry, um, give up on men, that was it. Um, <laughs> They're like, can you believe what he did? It's like, mm, yeah. Um, I heard this guy saying, what, so we can't do anything anymore? What, I can't do anything? And I was like, mm, you can't, you know? <laughs> you read the news stories and you're like, what, so all of my activities are illegal? I'm like, mm, probably. Why don't you go sit in a linen closet, let some time pass. We'll come back to you in a couple decades, you know? Um, I, uh, I, I'm sober, which means I used to be really fun. <laughs> Thank you, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and, uh, it was, a uh, it wasn't like a big dramatic, uh, rock bottom, which disappoints a lot of people. Um, yeah, like when you're a woman, you get sober, you're supposed to have like a big heaving bosom in the rain, like on a doorstep, like, Ugh, I know it has to go. Oh, I just got one shoe. And I, don't I feel like a pack of cigarettes and I'm smoking myself down to the filter. Oh, uh, you know, and I don't have that. Um, my, I realized I had to stop drinking because uh, it was very simple. Just every time I passed a bar, my phone would automatically join its Wi-Fi network. And that was, uh, I was like, I've never been here before. And your phone was like, yes, you have. You're not allowed back. Um, people get nervous hearing sober people talk about being sober because then they're like, oh, maybe I have a problem. And um, a lot of people say like, oh, it's a nebulous, self-diagnosed thing, you can't really tell. You can really tell here, I will tell you the exact easy way to know if you are a problem drinker, alcoholic. Um, you are one if you've ever been fingered with a tampon in more than twice. And then that's how you know, you know? Does that apply to anyone here? 
So you're fine. Honestly, try Coke. You're probably fine. <laughs> Tampons in there like, hey, someone's in here. Jesus Christ, knock. <laughs> Occupied. Um, but uh, I have a friend who likes to have dinner parties because eight hours of cooking and $200 at the butcher is worth telling people where to sit. Um, it's like, yeah, I don't know. I just found these like name cards on Pinterest. And I was like, that's cute. You could sit by them if you want. Well, no big deal. <laughs> sit by your name, sir. It's working. Yeah, just sit by them if you want. You know, um, very intense. And um, she was going around filling up everyone's wine glasses, kind of like, hey, you want some wine? Um, she's more clip art than person at this point. Um, it's like, hey, you want some, you want some wine? <laughs> um, always with like the meanest, sassiest labels. Like, oh, I saw this at the wine store. I was like, that's so funny. It says, um, uneducated bitch. <laughs> I was like, that's me. <laughs> Not really, but it's like fun. <laughs> This one says, um, bad at math. <laughs> I was like, what? That's crazy. I had to get it. So she's filling up everyone's wine glasses, and she goes to fill up mine from across the table, and there's people around, and I was like, oh, no, I'm good. It's okay. I'm good. And she was like, you want, wine? You want wine? <laughs> And I was like, no, it's okay. She was like, I was like, no. She was like, it doesn't look. I was like, it just fucking looks like that. <laughs> she was like, are you on antibiotics? I was like, no. She was like, you're driving for Uber. I was like, no. <laughs> she was like, what? I was like, okay, um, my DNA is garbage. Come from criminals <laughs> related to each other. One half of the family were murderers. Give me, give me, give me. The other half were horse thieves. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, to apple, <laughs> apple sugar cube. <laughs> and then they swam to this country, <laughs> climbed ashore, Ellis Island, <laughs> made it in the streets with each other, like <laughs> just over and over and over, generation after generation, over and over, DNA intermingling with itself, over and over until one day, I was born. <laughs> Now I drink a lot of seltzer. <laughs> and she was like, you literally could have just said you're on antibiotics. I was like, totally got it. <laughs> Do that next time. You guys are so fun. Thank you. Another piece of garbage for you to throw. You can throw it away, or you can use it to, to take some fun pictures with. Oh, my with. God. Okay. I love fun pictures. This thing, 
I has been with me for a very long time. It is. It has a little hole where the stuffing is. I don't know what it is or what it's from. Maybe one of those like grabby machines. But I feel like you could take a lot of fun pictures with it. You know what is that? I don't. It's a face. It's, it's a face. haunted. No, it's not. My spirit is infused in there, which might be haunted if this you think about like it. This looks like a but. breast pad for... <laughs> but just one. Your knee. Yeah. Yeah, just hey, one. don't assume. I mean, true. You don't know how many boobs I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, Although I suppose you could stuff a sports bra with it. Truly haunting. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a very religious person who's decided to do something horrible. <laughs> <laughs> to you and your family. <laughs> you could use it as a voodoo doll, maybe. This took such a turn. <laughs> um, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You can throw it away. Just don't do it in front of me. Okay. That's all I ask. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like a very specific like relationship uh, that would be acted out in couples counseling. <laughs> with this exact toy. I'm, yes, like point point to where on this guy it's hurting you. Yeah. It's Did you see smile how, always? So yeah. Do you see how Lissa gave you something you weren't ready for, and then she was disappointed? <laughs> yeah, I like it. Listen, I, <laughs> I don't remember what I gave you last time, but I'm sure it was equally as weird. So. Um, this is how I feel you know. about it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you, this Anna. is good. Anna Dresden, everybody. It's got a a real uh, Mr. Meeseeks. Uh, what? Got a Meeseeks vibe to it from Rick and Morty. The Mr. Meeseeks. The oh, this is a bad idea. I shouldn't. That's what it looks like. Well, it can be whatever you want it to be. I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys like Rick and Morty? Um, Let's. We should get on with it. I know. I know. I feel. I. I don't know. It, I feel like feel I. have like never scared a guest with a gift before. I'm sure you have. But I'm having been guilt already about it. it. Well. well. Well, yeah. I mean, you did have somebody give a gift back to you when you weren't looking. He sneaked it back into my bag. It he, was, because he thought it would be funny. What an impractical joker. He was from Impractical Jokers. Yes, he's a producer on Impractical yeah, Jokers, yeah, yeah, and he a, turned my gift away. So whatever the fuck. Anyway. Let's move on, shall Let's we? Let's go. Oh, I never showed Anna's picture. Well, real quick, Beowulf. Real quick, this is her. This is Anna with a horse. Yeah. Yeah. She stole she that stole horse. She stole that horse. <laughs> I didn't think about that, actually. Yes. Yes, one of the many horses. As somebody stolen. who's also descended of thieves and possible murderers, I've always wondered if I should pack it in uh, with vices, too. But, I mean, would I hereditarily decide to steal something like is that i'm just worried um, now i'm worried i think if you're thinking this hard about it you should continue in the direction you've been going and not veer off the path and Until try stealing I, things okay you know i'm not gonna decide if you're not because, moved to steal things i wouldn't start decide, now because like well you know somebody stole something and you know like, i'm not gonna do that because i know it i'm gonna do it because what if i'm like not like the time i stole glow sticks from a bradley's without thinking it's a Bradley's. They're closed. They're not going to find out. You don't have to steal glow sticks. We have them in the goodie bags right here. I know. Right I didn't mean here. to steal them. I just had them in my hand and I left the building. And then I was like, I stole all these glow sticks. And then my mom was like, just don't tell anyone. We're just going to go home. Just don't tell anyone. Oh, good. Descended from thieves. From Both mobsters. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Moving on. Shall we? Yeah, great. Great. Are you guys still doing okay down here? Yeah, all right. I'm sorry. I don't mean to harass you into making more noise. I just feel... I just... I'm a Jewish mother, and I have to make sure that everybody is taken care of right now. 
some sugar. Please eat. Y'all look thin. Okay. Uh, coming up next, we have a um, a comedy slash uh, wordsmithing interlude. I never had know how to introduce these guys because they're just very multi-talented and they're really good at doing word things. But um, uh, Mike is a very good friend of mine who uh, has helped bring the show to life for the past several years. He's a very good friend of our show. He's also in town from New York doing the bi-coastal thing. Uh, he's been on Conan. He's been on Letterman. But more than that, he is a kind person. Please give it up for Mike Kaplan. Hello. It's true. I have been kind more than on Letterman. <laughs> kind more days of your life than the yeah. number of days on Letterman. I've been on Letterman like for 15 minutes and I've been kind for like 17 minutes. At least. Oh, yeah. I stopped counting. Um, Beowulf, sorry to bother you. Thank you. Here, um, So, Mike, um, we're going to hop off the stage and let you have it. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah Let's do sure. It. All Good. right. Bye. Bye. What do I do? Uh, so, if I understand correctly, uh, the theme is catastrophic birthdays. I think I read the email right. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I mostly had good birthdays, so good night, everybody. Um, uh, when I was 17, uh, I, I was 17 for about a year, and uh, at, pretty fun. At the beginning, at the beginning of that year, oh, thank you guys. That was, uh, I don't, you never know when like people laugh at different times. You're like, what's happening in everybody's brain? You know, like we're all, we're all made of the same stuff, but also what, what happened? You know, uh, what happened? Uh, I, I grew up uh, with uh, like a bunch, I, I went 20 kids in my class and we were real tight and then I moved away. And then I didn't know. Then I didn't know anybody, so I was sad for most of high school. Uh, but then I went to the summer camp, and that was good. Oh yeah, you guys, clap your hands if you didn't go to summer camp. And are you guys okay? Like, uh, are you? What ha did you find something that you like? Uh, were you fine in school? Like, what? What happened? Um, but uh, yeah, summer. Do you know? But you know people who who went to summer camp, and you're like, oh god, I me, I should have. And uh, so like, I had friends from there that like, by the time I was a senior in high school, like I could drive and see them, or like I lived in New Jersey, I could go take a bus into the city, or like. So for my 17th birthday, I invited lots of friends over to my home. I had like a slumber. Is it weird for a 17 year old boy to have a co-ed slumber party? Well, that's what happened, and uh, a bunch, you know, like 20 kids came over, and this, including one girl who I met that night. Uh, that's weird, right, for a high school birthday party to have a stranger at it. <laughs> Her name was Mara, and she had long red hair, and she was like friends with my other friends, like some of the other friends like went to the same school, and she came with them. Like I legitimately now this part of i i should have the answer to like how did that happen like i don't know uh and uh we like we sort of like coupled up me and the, i was like oh you're you're the you're new uh and there's like a an unfinished basement but it had like my old childhood bed yeah <laughs> uh and so we went down there and like i had 
I think I had kissed like six girls up to that point. I'm like, you know, just turning 17. I just started kissing girls that summer. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was working, working, working out. Uh, like I, there's Hallie, Jessica, Bridget, Kate. Oh, Mara was fifth. Uh, I can name the first 23 girls that I kissed. I, oh, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, it was because for so long I kissed zero girls, so I was I could easily remember that, and then then I could remember like the first one obviously, and then the second one. Do you guys know like the paradox of the lowest most the the least the lowest least interesting number? Like one is a very interesting number, two an even prime, three the first prime. Uh, four, you know, it's like all these numbers at a certain point, you're like, oh, well, they're boring at some point. But what's the first boring one? And now whatever the first boring one is, that's interesting. You understand? It's interesting to be. So like at what point should I stop counting? At what point is it not, no longer momentous and important that I'm kissing a girl? 23. Uh, around, uh, you know... Benjamin Harrison, uh, if, you're, if you're going by presidents. Uh, Benjamin Harrison, our 23rd president, in between our 22nd and 24th, which was Grover Cleveland and Grover Cleveland. Uh, do, you guys, do you guys, I mean, I assume that most people know that, that we're on number 45, but we've had, he's the 44th person to be president, if he's a person. And uh, take that, that was a, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you you guys get where okay um and so mara number mara number 5 you know that uh that cover song uh <laughs> a little bit of mara number 5 a little bit of mara number 5 those are all all the words to my to this cover <laughs> the uh the the motto of my camp was uh, a summer to discover and then I think like a fun, clean joke was like, and a winter to recover. Uh, but then some kids were like, a summer to uncover. And they were like, no, don't do that. Uh, there was like a, a six inch rule. That was how far you had to stay apart from uh, the, at the time we thought there were only two genders. So they were like the other gender. And, uh, but uh, then they're like six inch rule. If it's not six inches, it's not worth it. And they're like, no, don't, don't do that either. Uh, <laughs> Here, a fun thing about it, it was an arts camp, and they had some sports, but the, here's the most fun I had with the sports is naming the softball teams. Like, the teams when I was growing up, they would be, like, uh, a theme, and you had to try to figure out what they were. Sometimes the names would be scrambled. Like, it would be, like, all potato products, uh, like, but scrambled. So, like, one was Slay. Slay was the name of the softball team, but it was Lay's Scrambled, you understand? Uh, one was Rose Piggy, which is pierogies. Uh... One was G.I. Conk, which is uh, gnocchi. And uh, so like, I got to name these things. Uh, and one, one year it was candy bars. And, uh, and I remember I was like, oh, well, like, let me, what if, how do I scramble Butterfinger to be a, uh, the name of a, of a softball team? And I was like, oh, Buttfinger, that shouldn't be it. So, uh, but Buttfinger is Butterfinger scrambled, if you guys can believe it. So um, I don't know if you're really good with anagrams, but... Uh, it's true, if you, if you move all the letters around and then almost back to where they started. So, uh, uh, don't get those confused. Um, so there we were, Mara, 
number five Emmy on my childhood bed. Uh, it had just just become seventeen, a man plus four in Jewish, and uh, so I'm I'm doing fine. Uh, and I'd never so I'd only kissed girls. I'd kissed four girls. I'd never touched a boob or any other part other than you know regular parts of a girl that you would kiss as a, uh, or touch as a child. Um, I said that definitely wrong. And um, you know the parts of a girl you t- kiss and touch as a child. Okay, so. Uh, Perfect. Okay, almost done. Um, so, at, but that so I was we we kissed and then she was like, I have a boyfriend, so we can't kiss. But she's like, but we can. But she said, but we can do anything else. And I was like, but I've only kissed. <laughs> this is there's and so like I like kissed down to like almost her boob. <laughs> And like we like rolled around for a while, and then uh, we were supposed to go back upstairs, but we didn't. We fell asleep. My mom came down in the morning and found us, and then Mara scurried away like you know roaches. And uh, and my mom was like under my roof, and I was like nothing. I wasn't allowed to anything, and uh, or I was like I, I was I don't know you know like I definitely uh, and um, anyway. So my mom was disappointed in me. Uh, and then later I started dating a girl and we fucked. But uh and that so but that wasn't on my birthday, so what a catastrophe. Uh thanks a lot everybody. Enjoy your lives until death. Should I should I stay? Okay. Thank you. Yeah, of course. You know what happens next. Oh sure. I give you another piece of detritus. How many did you have yeah. at this point? How you many be- how many times have you been on our show You're at this like point? You're like the most decorated of uh, gift-wise. Now, I, this is going to I'm gonna, I'm only going to say this because it's gonna be funny. Uh, it's going. It's potentially going to be mean, but I don't mean it to be mean. I'm okay. A, I'm a kind person. Yeah. Uh, the answer to the question: How many things do I have that you've given me, and how many times I've been on the show? Uh, different answers. Uh, I've been given many things. How many do I have? My girlfriend's a minimalist, so we get rid of a lot of things, and. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, but I've been on, certainly, uh, it could be almost a double-digit number of times. Who could say? Pretty cool. I don't know. How many How many shows have you done? Uh, almost one a month for four years. So, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. It's, a, it's a large number. I know. Yeah. I've realize. probably done between five and ten. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that uh, a lot of what we've accomplished has been because of you. Aww. So. I really appreciate it. So, because argue. I appreciate it so much, I'm going to give you an actual piece of garbage. Thank you. <laughs> um, and it's funny because I have no idea where it came from. And it actually is um, probably like a, from a broken down set because I did a lot of musical theater. But I found it among my things. It's a piece of wood, you guys. It's a block of fucking wood. But you Pretty know cool. what? You just got to leave the building with it. And yeah. And you could do whatever or you want. You could, I don't care. You could give it to someone in the house. You could. You don't even have to leave the building with it. I just don't want to see you put it in the trash. I understand. Great. Just make it nice. Just make it nice. <laughs> we don't care. What block of wood? <laughs> it's in my pocket. Uh, um, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Goodbye. Mike Kaplan, everybody. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Uh, check him out. He's everything. I love having him on the show because he always like when I, when I schedule a show, he's like, Oh, you have the show. I'm going to be there at that time. Can I come on and do a thing? And I'm like, sure. And I have no idea what he's going to do, but it's always quality. And also he just has our back. There've been times where we've had it. We'd have a guest days before find out that they can't be a part of it. 
And and he helps us supply a new guest. He he knows people. He knows it's people. It's very kind of him to uh, impart his people onto our people. We're all doing lunch. It's great. <laughs> what did you say? We'll all do lunch. We're all we'll do, all we'll do, do lunch. lunch. Yeah, yeah, why not? Um, so LA. God, so stop I f- it. I forgot this bit that I wanted to do, but basically, um, it's, uh, never mind. No, it's Sorry. fine. It's fine. It's fine. I forgot this thing I want to do, basically. I listen to our episodes because I would really like to do reads for me undies um, or Casper mattresses or Sherry's berries or any of those I things. I think you have to explain to people these are advertisers Advertisements. on a lot of podcasts. Some people people are laughing so they know. And the, like two or three people laughing. That's all I need in life. That's all I need. I don't, I don't need money. <laughs> um, that's a lie. Uh but yeah, I mean, we could. Uh, how awesome would it be to have the promo code B seat at checkout? Because you can't say bitch seat on a, on Amazon or or, or, or Facebook or, or Facebook. Instagram. Adam or and any- Eve though, AdamandEve.com probably do bitch seat. You know what? We are giving them free advertisements right now, and they are not paying us. So zip it. Fine. Okay, great. I'm sorry. You know what? I like commerce. I don't. I like commerce. Fuck capitalism. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, moving on. Yes, Let's are go. you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, great. All righty. It's your show. This feels like a very sad show, and I can't. I like. I have to acknowledge it. I don't know why. It so why does it feel? Sad. Why does it feel sad to you, Lisa? It why feels kind of low energy, which I'm sure is my fault. Okay. No. So here's the problem with it. Here's the problem with like all of the self-help and cult of positivity and all of that stuff that I have bought into and spent thousands of dollars on, I'm sure, in the past several years. Um, You know, it teaches you that your thoughts are what create your life. So if your life is in any way disappointing or tragic, you're like, well, I haven't been doing it the right way. I have been thinking too many negative thoughts. So, and I just... I don't know. I feel like if it's a low energy show or people feeling kind of sad or quiet, like that's my fault for not thinking positively enough. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. I, I feel like my, my negative side has been made now that I've, I've read some of your books once in a while when I'm feeling <laughs> nasty and, uh, and the one that I'm reading right now is telling me that I am in my own way. That's pretty helpful. The War of Art. You should read it. Everybody should read The War Everybody of Art. Should read the Very War of fucking Art. important. Because I feel like books like that are a little bit more helpful because they're telling you you have a good side, you have a bad side. And it's taming that and understanding it and not running from it. And I feel like some of those books are unhealthy because they're telling you uh, this is a negative thing, but you're doing it. And so I guess you're th- you are the negative thing sometimes. And that's not it. I feel like we're so many, we're so much more than just negative feelings. And. We're also good feelings too, and and medium feelings, and also like, whatever, who cares? Deep, we're all gonna die. Deep, deep thoughts. We're all gonna. Here's the thing. yes, I know we're all going to die. Eventually, okay. we're gonna stop. Let, gonna, let, you know what? We're all gonna die. Does anybody in the audience have a particular memory of a birthday that you've had in your life? Oh, this guy back here, his hand was up right away. Can you come up here, sir, please? Yes. We don't have enough junk for you, but I've got some stuff in my here, car. Grab if you want this something. microphone, if you don't mind. I like your sweater. Yeah, it's a good sweater. What's your name? Neil. Hi, Neil. What's up? Not a whole lot. Talk to us. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a long story. Is that okay? How long of a story? Mm. You got like two minutes. Ooh. Okay. Logline. Well, like pitch it as a movie. Um, my, on my sixth grade birthday party, um, I had a bunch of friends come over to stay the night, and one of them, his name was Jesse Rogers, later 
went by Fran, Fran the man. Uh, <laughs> okay. When I first met him, first day of sixth grade, he had just like a little bit of a mustache. And he bet us all that by the end of the year, he would have a full mustache. None of us believed him. And maybe a year later, he had it. So he was close. <laughs> anyway, he shows up at my house with a CD. The first thing he does is hand me the CD. He's opened it. He, tells, he says, I opened it already. Uh, I listened to it. I just wanted to make sure I, I didn't want it. <laughs> so, and I was like, does that mean that the CD sucks? But anyway, before, before he comes over, he calls me up two weeks. And he's like, I'll come to your birthday party, but only if you can get me a porno. And my brother happened to be sitting right next to me. My brother's older than me. He's five years older. And I knew for a fact that he had access to porn. So I said, hey, man, can you get me a porno for my birthday? And he said, he said sure. So a couple weeks go by. All my friends have heard that there's going to be a porno at my birthday party. And they are very, very excited. Oh, no, it's on the bill Wait, now. how old yes. are you again? How old I are you? Was, uh, Sixth grade, so like 11 Oh, or okay. All right. The very beginning. And um, <laughs> so I am always the first person at a party to fall asleep first. Like, I'm just, I just get tired. Like, I'm going to go to bed. So all my friends are up. It's 11.30, midnight. They're waiting for my brother to come home because he's got this porno. And I'm like, I'm going to bed. So they sit up and they're playing video games. And sure enough, 2.30 in the morning, my brother comes home and they're all waiting. Uh, anxiously, and they say, hey, man, do you have it? you have it? He goes upstairs. Um, he gets it for them. They come back down. They all watch it. And apparently my brother was sitting there eating yogurt, going like, man, this shit's so nasty. And my <laughs> friends are just like, oh, my God. Like, is, this what, is this what sex is? And um, <clears throat> so the next morning, I come down having no idea that this has happened. And they're like, oh, my God. And I, I, um, uh, I was like, oh, really? Damn it, I missed it. And then I said, please, just don't tell anybody that you did this. So all of my friends went home, and the first thing that they did was told their parents that they had watched a porno at my birthday party. So you weren't even awake for it. Other, uh, what? You weren't even awake I for know. it. <laughs> one after the other, they all, all of their parents called my parents. Oh. And my brother and I both oh, no. got grounded for like a month. And I didn't even get to watch it. Oh, ah. man. Neil, that is a real disappointing birthday. There's no honor among Steve's, dude. <laughs> well, listen, why don't you take an extra goodie bag for your Yeah, problems? you need it. You need it. Give it up for Neil, everybody. Thank you so much for volunteering. Man, porn between teenagers is such a currency that has no value anymore. I know. Well, we've talked about this before. Yeah. You can just get it online now, so Anywhere. there's no bribery involved, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So sad. Let's 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 uh bring this guy almost home, right? We what? have two more guests. Who says the show is a guy? Let's bring this gal somewhat home. Let's bring this genderless work of art Closer to its completion. Fine. Let's continue it. Okay, great. <laughs> but it's a person. No, okay. Uh, great. So our next guest, you guys, uh, has been super enthusiastic about this, has more material than I ever thought possible, uh, which is really fucking great. And she also has the best hair. She co-hosts a podcast called Bunker Buddies, which is about the apocalypse, and it is so great. Um, please give it up for my new friend, Andy Bolt. Hi. 
guys, I feel like I have to say every time somebody's up here, like, Lissa's being blasted on their chest. I know. I right? feel very bad about that. I realized when I stepped down that it was I not think, not great. Well, I mean, if I sit in the right spot. Your you glasses know? will line up with you my glasses. You know, we can line it up. Yeah. Say, Lissa, get, yeah. that, get that branding down, girl. Yeah, I'm feeling a little nauseated about it, to be honest. I'm, <laughs> Don't. We're having a great time. When she was like, oh, no. Hi. When she was like, oh, no, like, this is a sad show. I was like, girl, she's got to change that POV. You know what I mean? Because I'm having a great time here. You know? Listen, I knew you were. I knew yeah, you got to read that self-help book, you know? You were going to bring a positive energy. Some people energy. are like, this show's sad. Some people are like, this show's the best show I've ever seen in my life. You know? Jumanji, best movie of 2017. I heard it was actually pretty POV fucking good. Yeah, because it's the reality. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's the best movie of 2017. Yeah? Can't believe it's not nominated. Wow. Wow. Better than the original Jumanji movie? Girl, don't be crazy. (laughs) Got some rose tinted glasses about the original Jumanji movie. I like it, but it's not. They're different mediums. One's a four person body switch film, the other one is uh, kids getting sucked into a game, you know? I don't know anything about the current one, I guess. You got to see it. Yeah, I guess I do. (laughs) All right, cool. Andy. Bitch Seed, sponsored by Jumanji. Jumanji. (laughs) It was in theaters last month. I know. Yeah, I never saw it. I'm not very good at being a Los Angeles person and seeing movies. Okay. I watch I a fuck ton of Netflix. You can't fight the tone of this show, Andy. We We're going to bring, bring you down. down. With our level of home. Uh, uh, no, uh, let's let's talk about uh, a birthday of your of of your. Do you have one in particular that oh, stands gosh. out? You know, as soon as you brought that up, um, my brain was like, "What birthday was good?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> I was so psyched for this last year. I was like, this is it, Bolt. Like, this is going to be the one. Mm-hmm. Your birthday is going to be awesome. It's November 1st. It's the day after Halloween, right? All Saints Day. The Dodgers are in the World Series. I ordered my Justin Turner jersey because my Halloween costume was going to be Justin Turner. And uh, he's the ginger. He's number 10. And um, go to yours. And then, uh, and then the Dodgers lost. And also, my jersey didn't come in time for Halloween or my birthday. Oh, and no. I was on the MLB.com. Like, <laughs> I need to speak to your supervisor. <laughs> and then I was on the phone. I was like, you ruined my birthday. That's literally a phone call that I made. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, not only did my team not win. And, <laughs> and the girl goes, ma'am, we understand Dodgers fans are very passionate. I was like, we are. <laughs> and it was my birthday. And she goes, oh, we sold out of the Justin Turners. I was like, why'd you send me that confirmation code? Um, so she gave me a $50 gift certificate, and I was oh, like, I yeah. can't buy anything on your site for $50. <laughs> you can only get discounts with that shit. You can only get discounts, yeah. So. It's disappointing. Still, I'm glad that you fought for it, honestly. You're yeah. the kind of it person is. I want to have around, like calling people and complaining, because you know that complaining oh, gets yeah. you shit, and complimenting gets you nothing. Is it complaining, or is am I doing what's right? You know? <laughs> That's fair. Her it's eye true. is right on your forehead. It's yeah. your third eye. Now. Oh, it's good. Great. I also have like a giant zit on my forehead, so it might be. No, I can't see it at all. I can't see it. No, I have the best hair. That guys, is what's important here. Okay, good. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Your hair is pretty fucking dope. Look at this. I tried to get a perm recently, <laughs> and nobody would give me one <laughs> because they because it was too straight to do it. No, they just said like, "No, I'm not ruining your hair. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I'm it's not ruining too your hair." It's like, let me do it. Just get a crimper. <laughs> Yeah, get a crimper. Uh, okay, Andy. Yeah, that's me. So, that is you. Here I am. You're going to need to move aside slightly yeah, yeah. so that we can see these pictures <laughs> yeah. of all of this amazing right. stuff. Yeah. So, let's do it. Let's. You want to launch into this? We're going to Here we start go. here. We're going to start here. Okay. Right. Here's what's up, guys. I'm from a small town. It's called Kern Valley. Anybody ever done mushrooms there? Anybody? Anybody? 
Kern River, okay, <laughs> tiny town. So you go to school with the same people from kindergarten through high school. You know, my graduating class was less than 100 people. So if you're good at sports, you get to play anything you want, right? So uh, I was super into sports. I really wanted to be a major league baseball player. Um, <laughs> fingers still crossed, you know. Um, <laughs> so this is me. I'm eight, and uh, I'm playing shortstop for Nelda's Diner. Um, and this was, I was so excited about this game because I like crushed it, but then this picture came out and you know, we didn't have the internet back then. So this was everybody's entertainment and news. And it was on Nelda's diner, put it up when you went in through the doorway and like every teacher had it at school, but it was horrible. It gave all my bullies had red hair. They had freckles and now they had this (laughs) all over town. So, like, it got to the point, it was, I mean, I was bullied real bad because these were redneck kids. So, like, I had kids stone me, you know, like. Oh, my God, for fuck's sake. (laughs) My my high school teacher pants me once when I was on my first day of my period. I mean, like, my bully stories are are infinite and beyond, you know. Uh, uh, When I tell them, like, people don't believe, they're like, why didn't your teacher get fired? I'm like, it was a small town. It was Loretta. She was a friend of the family. Um, oh my god! So like when this came out, I was just like, this like wrecked my. This was trauma for me, and my sisters use this against me. I didn't find out till I was like in college that athletes that stick their tongue out like that are better at sports. It's in the brain. Oh, There's all these pictures of shit. Michael Jordan dunking. <laughs> yes, LeBron. Why didn't my parents show me? The internet didn't exist, so it. I was just being. <laughs> it was just too much ammo. Okay. So I, I was already, like, having this, having this trauma with the Kern Valley Sun, the local paper, right? And, um, yes. Oh, gosh, this is a podcast. You're recording this, right? Okay. Yeah. Then I'm not going to say something about... Yeah. Because, you know, all the people still live there. Okay, all right. <laughs> what are they going to do? Leave their town okay. to find you? Uh, <laughs> I got to go home, man. My, my family's That's still fair. there. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, can, we see, can we see the next one, please? Okay, so all then right. my second bout. <laughs> all right. I had a lot of shit go down with the newspaper. <laughs> then this shit happens. I'm 13. I'm in high school. I'm like, yeah. I'm playing volleyball, baskets, basketball, softball, and I'm running track, and I'm the mascot. Why? Because I don't like <laughs> being in class or interacting. So I did every extracurricular. And then they took so many goddamn photos at this track meet. So many! <laughs> and they put this one in the paper for the people at home who can't see. <laughs> My mouth is agape. <laughs> My eyes are closed. And I look like I broke something, but nothing's broken. <laughs> well, maybe they, they chose this one because of the beautiful vista in yeah, the background. Yeah, look, look at that trailer on top of the hill. That's great. All that shit burned last year. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, fuck Listen. those guys. No, not everybody. Just the assholes who took this photo. out. <laughs> I was doing the triple jump. See? See the track there? Yes. See how far I got? Not very. I, <laughs> look, I did the, that many sports. I wasn't good at that many sports. But, yeah, sorry. I, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty good. So it's like a really active shot. You yeah. Know? I just want to say, like, never had anybody ask me out on a date in my life until I was 19. I mean, I just, you know, same. Nope. Because this was me. Well, but that, but that wasn't you all the time. No. It wasn't like your face froze it was like you that. In that a was moment me all the time. Athleticism and, so and not, all sunburns. Not to victim blame. Um, I just where are you going but, with this, Phil? Where are you going with oh, this? Ooh. Okay. When you jump, like ooh. at this point, when you were yeah. like with action shots, were you traumatized to make faces or like do anything after the tongue picture? 
No, there's a lot. I'm of, not victim blaming. I'm just I asking. mean, I bet if you looked really hard, there's a lot of pictures of Michael Jordan doing that. Yes. <laughs> there's probably a lot of pictures of LeBron doing that. There's no picture of Michael Jordan stiffing the people at the casinos he hangs out hey at. Hey, <laughs> Not a nice guy. Good athlete, though. Jordan rides the bus. Best 30 for 30. That's okay. Um, <laughs> are you, do you want to Do you want to set it up? What's coming next? Or oh, should yeah. we just go for it? Okay. okay. So hold then, on. Hold. All okay. right. So it's a very, very small town. We have no performing arts. That was like my big thing. It's like I, I was like, I'm going to be Major League Baseball player with my millions of dollars. I'm going to make Academy Award winning films. And I'm just going to be Robin Williams. I'm going to do comedy and I'm going to do drama. My life is perfect. All I got to do is get through high school. Uh, so I took any scratch. opportunity to perform. And uh, there was this lip sync that happened every year. And I was obsessed with Michael Jackson, like real obsessed. Like w- w- as soon in, in middle school, when all that court shit started to go down, I was like preaching about it on the campus like it was my religion. <laughs> How dare people talk about Michael Jackson? It's like, he would never. Why would he do that? Blah, blah, blah. He's the Oprah of music. Like, like I just, man, I was a diehard. Um, so I got super excited for this lip sync because I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna do Thriller. I'm going to do the whole thing. Everybody else was competing in groups, okay? This is a, and this is what you're, what, like 12, 13, 14? I'm 13. Yeah. This is an individual, uh, an individual performance, but I had to put this costume together, right? There weren't Michael Jackson costumes, back, at least not in my town. So we had we had to make. <laughs> you this. made do. You made do. So we went to the thrift store and uh, we put some we put some shit together. So she said like like what's some stuff that you made? And then I'm like going, you know, my mom's sending me shit, and I'm looking through pictures, and I was like, oh man, my mom and I made this costume. We worked real hard on it, and I had the Michael Jackson history, you know that that whole collection on VHS, yes. and I taught myself how to moonwalk. By playing his moonwalk in slow motion, what? and I would play it in reverse in the back side. Yeah, um, I spent a lot of time. <laughs> Can you still do it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah, gotta yeah. see it. All yeah. right, okay. Hang on, I don't know. Oh, I think yeah, I can do, do, do it up do here. How do it up here? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. Yo, and for those of you at home, it's impressive because this is kind of carpet. <laughs> yeah. This is hard to moonwalk on. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. She did it though. So. All right. So All right, shall we go for let's it? Let's hit it. So the local newspaper took these photos and then uh, my mom had them printed real big in color. Okay, so. All right. So here's so. one. Hey. <laughs> yeah, check that shit out. So that's pretty sweet. I even made see the RIP and like <laughs> I was like I need to make I need to set my stage. I need it to be <laughs> A cemetery. But they had this backdrop. <laughs> so real quickly before I do my performance, I have all this stuff ready to go. And I go and I like have tape on the back and I put it on. And then I do my performance. And I had to pull them down before it was done. Okay, so okay. the shoes didn't fit. They were like old man shoes. Did you get the store. white socks? It's accuracy. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Pants, thrift store. Jacket, thrift store. Okay, the gloves. I had to buy gloves and socks, and I sewed the sequins by hand. That wig is a mop. (laughs) That my mom and I dyed because my town was, like, mostly white people, some Hispanics, some Native Americans. There were no, like... There was no Michael Jackson costume. There was no wig that looked appropriate. No, this was fucking great. So we got a couple of mops. Got a hat, right? Put a ribbon on the hat. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so she looks good, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> who's oh, this yeah. girl? How's she single, you know? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I also wore my Kern Valley High, uh, my Kern Valley All-Star I love that you jacket. continue to represent them, even though yeah, they Brett, really well, what? didn't Yo, treat you so Kern well. Kern Valley, they didn't. All right, so All right, let's hit the next one. So the newspaper took these photos officially. <laughs> so there's this one. 
Yeah. This is a full transformation. It's a full I'm transformation. I mean, you guys, I, I had the whole thing down. <laughs> see, see, you can see the sequence in this Ooh, one. Ooh, the sequence on the socks, too. But I want you guys to check out this makeup, because my mom helped me with this makeup. It's supposed to be zombie makeup, okay? So <laughs> I have green, and I had, like, blood, but it kind of blended in with the freckles. And then, uh, <laughs> and then there was, like, dark circles around my eyes to make me look, like, gaunt, like, dead, right? Okay, but here's what, here's what the newspaper did. <laughs> they took these photos, and they were like... <laughs> See, the last photo was in color, and they didn't do this one in color, so they printed this on the front page. This was on front page, and uh, uh. that just looks like me in blackface, right? <laughs> yep. So remember how I said there weren't that many people of color in my hometown? There was a kid who was adopted by a white family, and their family uh, got super upset that I was in blackface and performing, and they had every right. I mean, this was, you know, uh, and and uh, and then it just gave my bullies more more shit. Like the the newspaper was just constantly giving my bully shits. And I and I also was like defending as hard as I defended Michael Jackson in middle school. I was defending myself, going the makeup was green. If you saw the pictures in color, and I think that that's why my mom got them printed because my mom was like constantly like trying to help me not get bullied more. I know she's so sweet. Um, but yeah, you know, like, look at that girl. She lost her virginity when she was 22. So much enthusiasm, though. Like, you just wanted to show people what you liked. Yes. Well, what I liked in that also I was a goddamn star, Phil. Look at that girl. But truly, like, the fact that you you went, like, to 100 in spite of the bullying is really fucking something. Because, like, I I didn't get bullied so much as ignored, pretty much. But I, um... That's bullying. Uh, I was scared of that being is. bullied, so I just like kept my head down, you know. Yeah, but yeah. you d- you just like went for it anyway, and and lived to tell the tale, and that's commendable. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty commendable. Yeah, I would say. yeah. Hey, you know, when I had the opportunity to press charges against that guy who threw rocks at me because I was bleeding, yeah, uh, and the cop was at school, <laughs> I said, please. Please don't press charges, mom, because he'll only be worse tomorrow. He's so he was already roping me at school. I mean, kids wait, had, what do you mean roping yes, you? Like kids had lassos at my school. Yeah, I mean, because wait, they was did. it a cowboy town? Because we had a rodeo team. Yes, it's a cowboy town. What, it's a only rodeo four team? hours northeast. It's an hour and a half east of beautiful Bakersfield, California, and uh, <laughs> that's like all this shit with guns in schools and stuff. Like I remember after Columbine, like our school complaining because people were like, we can't bring our guns to school. I go hunting oh, with gun club oh before school. That's California. You know, people don't remember that. But anyway, uh, yeah, well, no, it's uh, it's pretty redneck is, you know, it's a, uh, it's a lot of, yeah. And do, do people that you grew up with, like see what you're doing now and, and keep, keep track of you and, Oh and- yeah, girl. When I do something, I am front page news still, you know, <laughs> Well, that's pretty cool. I was the voice of Sun Made Raisins because uh, <laughs> they said I sounded like I was from Fresno. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you might be able to hear that accent. Uh, and so, like, when I when those commercials were on, like, that was on the front page news. Like, it's like I did a guest star on Parks and Recs, and it's like, she was on Parks and Recs. And it's like, yeah, bitch, two lines. What uh-huh. up, Kern Valley? Who cares? Yeah. Who cares, man? No, yeah. I, I, I do. I love it. I love it back there. I and mean, my, my family's still there. My sister, you know. She's a basketball coach, and uh, my other sister's a battalion chief, wildfire. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very sporty family. Yeah, Very yeah. sporty. But, you know, you said earlier you weren't a horse horse kid. I wasn't a horse kid. I, I One of the things that I found that I was going to send you, but I sent you too much stuff, was, like, 
this this thing about how I was going to be a writer when I was 10, and I wrote like about the author. She's t- she's 10, and she has 10 horses. Because we did, we had we didn't oh, have. Oh right, a, yeah. You said you lived on a ranch. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't have electricity, but we had ten horses. So, okay. Yeah. Checks That's out. crazy. This is why I have a podcast about prepping. I was <laughs> raised by preppers. Okay. So, well, along this ranch thing, this is going to lead into the story about this final artifact that oh, you sent yeah. me a picture of. Can we see it, please, Beowulf? Okay. All right. Tell the yes. people what it is. That is my mom sent me this picture today. Because that is a goblet that I made in Woodshop. That is, uh, you know, it's my nod to the Last Crusade. Yeah, a cup of a carpenter over here. <laughs> Hell yeah. I got an A on that shit, right? Um, and nice. I made sure that it was really, really perfect because, one, we had uh, goats, okay? So my family raises a lot of stuff, but we, we raise goats. And goats have oftentimes two to three babies. And they pick one that is called the fat boy, and whichever one's the strongest, and they make sure that one gets all the milk, and then they reject the other ones. Like, they literally kick them away from their teats, and so in nature, they would die, but my mom can't let that happen, so we bottle feed these goats. And those goats don't go to the sale, okay? Because my mom is like, nobody gets to eat those. They get to live at the ranch till they die. And then one of these baby goats was, like, chasing the truck one day, uh... And, and um, my, mom, my mom blames me. It's a, it's a long, intricate story, but the goat was run over. Um, oh. And my oh. mom was the one doing the, the running over. And my mom is very much an empath and very much like her idea of heaven. She will be surrounded by all the souls that we've buried in our pet cemetery, which is a thing we have. And, um, and the goat, it was the most horrific death, you guys. Like, I... I got in the okay. truck and I was like, mom, don't. Uh, and she's like, what? And I was like, you need to pull forward or back. You're, you're on it. You're on it. And so uh, then she like, she okay. pulls backwards and the goat, you guys, it was the most ridiculous. Oh. The eyes shot out of its head. <laughs> I mean, it looked like, I mean, guys, I don't mean to sound insensitive, but when you grow up on a ranch, you see everything right. And his eyes were like, like a cartoon. It was the most horrific thing ever. And my mom is like, no, I didn't do this. You did this. And I was just like, I was like, look, girl, like you're letting it out. (laughs) But I also want, I also felt super guilty. It was my, like, you know, it's a long story. It's a lot of POV, right? Uh, But my way to make it up to her was I was like, hey, (laughs) remember the last crusade? (laughs) <laughs> that we both love so much. I made this for you. And, and she didn't like it. She's, oh. like, oh. She's like, oh, because the goat. <laughs> like, well, yeah, yeah, because the goat. Uh, but then I've, I've stayed on top of her about not throwing this out because I loved it so much. And I was so fucking proud so of it. So what sacrifice that you gave to her? She it just, was. Yeah. It was such, it, you guys, this was, I was such a nerd and this was back before you could get on the internet and buy whatever fucking nerd merch you wanted. It was impossible. If you wanted nerd shit, you, you had make to make your it own. yourself. Yeah. yeah. I made my own Stephen King rule shirt from Monster <laughs> Squad. I mean, you had to make it yourself. Yeah. So I made this and I was like, ooh, it was really hard to give her. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I mean, the go- I mean, she still blames me. She's going to listen to this. She listens to all of it. Good. She's going to blame me for it. It's okay, mom. I take the blame, you know? 
That goat will be with her in heaven. Listen, Andy's mom, you raised a fucking amazing yeah. child. Yeah. 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 Also, yeah. my mom needs to do what you do and give away stuff like this because she's definitely a collector. Yes. A collector. Yeah. yeah. Well, you want to see what I got for you, I girl? Do. It's a very 90s item. Ooh. I knew that you would be just the right person for it. It's a fucking ring watch. A ring watch? Fuck yeah. Oh ring my watch. Gosh, does it work? It, no, it needs a new battery, but. um. Ah! I love it. I think it's probably from like the limited, but uh, you know. <laughs> Mine was always, uh, ask, ask me what time it is. What time is it, Andy? It's a hair past a freckle. <laughs> you get to say that because you're covered in freckles. That's right. <laughs> um, well, if you get a new battery, let me know, okay? Because yeah. I think it probably could still work. Pretty, pretty awesome fashion. Pretty yeah. dope. I love it. Amazing. Thank, Thank you, you so Andy. much for coming on, Andy. Andy Bolt, everybody. Please listen to Bunker Buddies. As a postscript, can we go back to that picture of her just so just so we're on the same page? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so cute. Always. I'm sorry. I forgot, Andy, but here I needed to show this face because it's the best. Yeah. Uh, cool. And we're good. And yeah. we have... We have... One we have one more. more, one more treat of a human being, and then we will release you to the freezing cold tundra outside. Um, so uh, this is another person who's very close to our hearts. Actually, Mike Kaplan introduced us to him, and now uh, he is on all of our shows, and we love him. And he also, we say you can do whatever you want, and he comes up and does whatever he wants, and it's fucking great. Uh, give it up for Zach Sherwin, you guys. Yep. Hi. Hi. Should we should we depart or should we stay on stage? Up to you guys. Happy fourth though. Thank you. Round of applause yeah. for the fourth birthday Thank of you. Do you guys ever say TBS very funny? Because of the initials of your show? You know, we've been talking to we've talked to TBS a little bit oh, before good. about this, so that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty satisfying if it was TBS meets TBS. But sometimes it's not very funny, Zach. Sometimes it's just a it just gets real. Know. A deafening silence of uh <laughs> Not when I'm on stage. <laughs> True. All right. Um, okay. Oh, Zach picture, please. Oh, I'll get out of the way. Oh, yeah. This is, yeah. It's the best. That's me? That's you. I'm actually Kitty. the cat. I assumed human <laughs> form and grew up into an adult. You know, so. I really, I, you have a lot of great, you have a different joke to yeah. go with this every time you come on here. It's, it's kind of like an animorphs. Oh. It follows the trail. Like person, 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 cat. Oh, yeah. yeah. My top half is a, I'm like a centaur. My top half is a human body and my bottom half is a cat's top half. <laughs> so, uh, this uh, is a weird childhood. <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, I, you know, to be honest, I'm pretty comfortable over here. Great. You can be over That's there. That's okay with you guys. I've never done the show over here, so great. maybe... This will be a Try new something thing. New. Get comfortable. I like to, sometimes if I'm at a show and it's like towards the end, I'll get a little anxious about how much is left and I like when a performer will be like, I'm going to do three songs or whatever it is. So I'm just going to tell you guys to relieve your anxiety. I'm going to do about 40 minutes of time and then we'll all get <laughs> out of here. So, um, Real quick before I begin the main portion of the entertainment for my set, um, I'll just tell you guys a quick life hack you can use or maybe like classify it as like a fun thing you can do with your friends. Um, if you're with a group of people and you're waiting on someone and uh, they're not hurrying and someone's like, you know, where's Phil? You can be like, oh, he's taking his SAT. People will be confused and they'll be what? And you go, sweet ass time. And then you, let's go, <laughs> Phil. So I'm going to steal that. Thank yeah, you. It's yes. yours. Thank you. Okay, so um, I'm going to do two raps for you tonight. Um, and the first one I'm going to do, acapella. Um, I was thinking about the theme for this show. It's disappointment, right? 
technically around birthday parties, but you could do any kind of disappointment that you great. like. Great, general yeah. disappointment. Yeah, great. <laughs> so I wrote a song about, I think, well, it doesn't matter how long it was, but a while back um, about the true fact that I have only ever had one wet dream in my entire life. That's a true thing. Um, so I think some boys get them. I've never. Yeah. Clap if you guys clap if you had fewer than five wet dreams in your life. Yeah, interesting. How about that? Um, <laughs> so I wrote a song about this fact, and I'm sorry if it bums you out, and it's a gross, weird thing for me to talk be talking about my. Dick it's too totally much on fine. The show, but it's that it's that kind of show a little bit. I'm sorry if it does. I'll make it fast. So um, this first rap is the second verse of that song, and I wanted to bring it out tonight. I haven't done it in a long time, and I'm going to go acapella. Though we don't need to do the whole song, but. This verse contains the word disappointment in it, and it has a couple other rhymes that I like, so I figured it'd be thematically appropriate. Okay, so um, this song is called 50,000 Dreams because I did like a back-of-the-envelope calculation and figured out that it was probably about 50,000 dreams over the course of my life and only one. (laughs) So the second verse goes, um, When I was a schoolboy, those were great days. All of my grades were straight A's. My mind was as sharp as the claws of an eagle with its talons spread. I was gifted and talented. (laughs) In every subject in which I was tested, I had such success that when my health teacher said that we might mess the bed when we rested, I just expected that I'd also be the best kid at sex ed. So imagine my disappointment when my groin went and missed its ointment appointment. (laughs) Folks, it's no lie. When I was a kid, my hopes were so high, I intended to be the REM sleepy MVP, the creme de la creme of the creme de la PP. And then it goes to the chorus. So that's my that's my rap yes. with disappointment that comes to mind first. I like hearing it a cappella and slowed down because then you can really appreciate every syllable. Lisa, my key demographic. <laughs> Thank you. We like really? rap, just slow it down. <laughs> <laughs> and without all the I drum want, noises. Yeah, make it yes. easier to hear the words, Already you know. music, just talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you real quickly and then I'll... Close and do into my final thing. Whatever that's you okay. want to do. I, uh, I recently, I've been, uh, my grandpa raised me doing the jumble puzzle in the newspaper. Does everybody remember that? If you don't, it's where you rearrange the letters. And uh, you know what? This is a fun thing, but having already done one dick thing on the show tonight, I'm going to leave it there and just move into this final thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's okay. for my own comfort. Great. Yeah. I know what that other thing is. Cool. Yeah. Okay, great. So <laughs> uh, I'm going to close my set out um, with a sort of musical piece that we're going to create together. So a fun thing that I've been doing recently is having audiences suggest a beat that they would like to hear me rap over. People usually suggest a rap beat, but I have had some occasions where people have suggested a different kind of music that isn't necessarily hip hop. Um, And that's been kind of interesting too. So does anyone have a specific piece of music that they like that they'd like us to look the instrumental up on YouTube for? We've got a man in the booth on the laptop. So we can pull up pretty much any beat that's instrumental is on YouTube, which is almost all of them. So I'll stop talking now and give you a chance to yell something out if you want. Oh, that's great and very cinematic. 
You got that All of the Lights by Kanye West instrumental? We'll give Beowulf a second to frantically type. <laughs> Imagine, he must be having an adrenaline spike right now. <laughs> you guys. Must be interesting to be him. All right, he's All got right. it. There might be an ad at the beginning. That'll be bonus fun if there is. No, just right into those gigantic horns. <laughs> it's Kanye, so it might have like a... 70 second long beginning before the drums <laughs> kick in. It's pretty Dramatic. cinematic and grand yeah. and operatic. Good choice. That was you, right? What does this song make you think about all of the lights in your own life? Like, what's an experience? When do you remember listening to this song? On a run. Leave it up, Beowulf. It's two. We can't turn this down. You were on a run. Do you run a lot? You used to. What stopped you? Your knees. Yes. <laughs> the impact on the beat of the ground is so forceful. Fuck, y'all. Why do we have to be mortal, right? We want to run and run and go beyond. We want to conquer the world with some crazy-ass marathon. I ran one 10 years ago. This'll be an my anniversary. This is real talk. It's not just because this verse is free and I'm desperately grasping for a rhyme. No, I actually ran 26 fucking miles a long time ago. And I signed up for LA this year, but damn, I realized that I misbudgeted my training plan. Fuck. The week I was supposed to be running like 19 miles, I ran nine miles. <laughs> so I had to cancel it. And I was like, God damn it, shit. Oh, by the way, I really like cancel it and God damn it, shit. It's no ointment, groin appointment, but anyways. So I was like, okay, this will be perfect. I like ran Philly 10 years ago. That's something I can work with, right? Fuck LA. It's too hot. That's something I really want to do, not. But this would be exactly 10 years later. I could run Philadelphia this November, 2018. What could possibly be greater than to mark the anniversary when it came back around? But I'm worried that when my feet smack the ground, it'll be too much pain in the knees. And I don't really know if that's something I can do. Jeez, us Christ, yees, us Christ. Can I run the marathon in Philly twice? That would be really nice. But am I cutting off a silly slice of pie, attempting to consume that? Will the fucking boom bap, boom bap on my legs on the ground fucking ruin that and that? I don't really know if that's a choice that I should make. But I'd love to fucking run through the lights and make no mistake, all those people at the end seeing you. My friends, it's like a little taste of the most beautiful fame. Literally, they scream your name. Or actually, they scream your number on the bib. But it doesn't really matter, because you wave at the fucking finish line, strangers in Philly watching you cross it. Kanye! <laughs> it wasn't even a dramatic point of my rap, and the music coming out and coming back in made us all feel like we experienced. <laughs> it made us all feel like we were at the end of a marathon, you guys. All of us ran over the Philly finish line together right there. Will I do it in November? Yeah. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I did some training runs and my back kind of hurt.
it would be great to stop here, but since it is a Kanye song, there is like six more minutes and two more acts of this song. So no, I'm just, but that seems like a nice place to stop. Thank you so much. Woo! I'm Zach Sherwin. Thanks, guys. Amazing. Zach? Fun as always. Hey, guess yeah, what? I haven't forgotten. Don't feel left out. Here's a second block of wood that I found in my room. It's got, it's, it's I can got, actually <laughs> use this. Yeah. You can like paint something on it. I don't know. Use I it would, to prop a table up. It's got a sweet ass like kind of toasty patina to it. Like the way it's aged a little this, bit. It might be cedar. Maybe it'll yeah. like keep the moths away or some shit. Hey, put that in a blazer and don't smoke it because it'll burn. I'll put it on my dick. Hey. <laughs> it might Ooh, not have the effect no, that you were hoping be, for. I thought the third, the third one would be good. The third dick humor reference. I, I used to date a woman in high school named Toasty Patina, actually. So that's interesting <laughs> that you say that phrase. Well, thank you. I'm looking forward to figuring out a use for this. Great. Thank you. Oh, wait. Stay here because... Okay, so... A spe- gift certificate? <laughs> here, come join us. Come join us. Okay. Um, here. Take this, too. Take that, take that with So, you. okay. So we've existed, obviously, as a live show for four years, but also now as a podcast, a weekly podcast for like a year and a half. Um, and uh, I decided that just in case that ever goes somewhere, we shouldn't always be using a Tears for Fears song at the beginning of it because I'm the can't buy the rights to that shit. Uh, so um, I had Zach and our friend Rebecca Vigil, who is a very talented person in New York, put together uh, a jingle for our podcast. And it has never been heard publicly before. You guys will be the first to hear it. Um <laughs> It's uh, it's very silly. Zach came up with the words, and then Rebecca went into the studio and put it down in music. And she said, "What kind of feel do you want?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I'm pretty into synths and '80s new wave." So she went at that hard. And this is like the most Lisa Frankiest sounds that I could have imagined. Uh, let's just let him hear it. I let's, think uh, you're giving it all away. It makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable because it's so silly, but I guess that's the fucking point, no, right? It, but it, it ends with such a boom, boom, and then like we get in, we got to get into it. It's that's like the show. We... Yeah. Oh my god! Thank, thank you, Danielle. You. She said it's like thank gem in the holograms. Danielle. Can we hear yes. it one more time, please? <laughs> He's like, I already turned it off. <laughs> Let's get nostalgic and silly, <laughs> bittersweet, a little reclaiming our shame and. Yes. Yeah. Hey, let's do that one more time. No, 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 no. no, no. It's over. Um, so, yeah. So, thank you for that, Zach. Yeah. You made this a legitimate uh, enterprise. Yeah. Thank you, Lissa. It was a pleasure to have the opportunity <laughs> to write that theme song. That's great. In That's case great. anyone's curious, composed at H Coffee House on Hillhurst, where Lissa and I often see each other. Yes, the artist it's formerly the known as house. H Coffee House. It's now called yeah. The Guest House. They got real formal and shit, so. Ugh. But there are a lot, listen, there are lots of coffee shops in Los Feliz. I'm not scared about it. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. I just wanted to have you around for that, Zach. I forgot that was going to happen. Thank yeah. you for having it. No problem. Yeah. Zach Sherwin, everybody. You should yeah. look him up. He's always fucking great. Always great. Thank you, Zach. Oh, thank you. It's been, it's been a real pleasure to watch over the four years you, you grow into becoming a host 
and then learn how to do this show and like figure out what works and uh, to be a part of it. it's been a real honor so thanks phil yeah. i really i mean it felt wrong to do it alone so i you know i love to have you kind of balance it out you yeah. know I in the beginning I would just sort of watch from the like from afar and be like okay shit oh shit this interview is going too long it's going too long but then no one could hear me because I wasn't on stage but now I can just discreetly tap the watch in front of her <laughs> and so you can I, be like next 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 yeah yeah well that's great you know so, I don't know how long of a life it's gonna have but it's had this long of a life so far yeah that's, you know you know what yeah it'll. It, it's what it is, and as long as you're being honest with yourself, I feel like the bitch seat can be whatever whatever you'd want it to be. So yeah. here's to four more years or one more or five more or whatever you're comfortable with, <laughs> whatever you'd like. Thanks. I'm in charge. Okay. Um, well, guys, thank you so much for coming tonight. Um, it was really a pleasure to do this uh, live with a lot of people that I know and love, and that makes me feel good. So... Um, Please listen to the podcast. Tell your friends about the podcast. We just launched, we just posted uh, the Jackie Cation episode, which I'm super, super pumped about. Um, and, you know, follow us on all the social media. And uh, that's it. Treasure, treasure got, you, got here. you here. Thanks, guys. Yeah. And thank you, Beowulf in the booth. And thank, thank you, you Nerd Thank Melt. you. Thank you, everyone. Attention Springwood, my name is Josh Krebs. And I'm Liz Richards. And we're the hosts of Bloody Date Night. So Josh and I have been dating for four years, and Josh loves horror movies, and I hate him. Yeah, so each episode we go through the horror movie franchise canon to watch an episode and then meet up and we discuss it together. And so far it's been going pretty well, right Liz? I think it's gone pretty well so far. Yeah, each episode I try to see how far I can push Liz to watch a really good horror movie until she basically leaves me and it hasn't worked yet. Not yet. And it's awesome because you're the Tatum to my Sydney. You're sweet. And here's a clip from one of our recent episodes. Hello, I'm Exposition. Hey, let me t let me tell you what just happened. There's a break-in at this costume store. Somebody stole some ropes, some knives. Somebody stole a mask. They stole $250. <laughs> they scared a cat. They took two boas. They took two boas. Two feather boas, one uh, set of angel wings. It's one of those goddamn... They're probably having a burlesque. <laughs> probably doing a burlesque show later. I don't know. Oh, uh, Haddonfield. What isn't happening? Haddonfield's first burlesque <laughs> club. That'd be amazing. I would love that. This uh, has been an Antic Transition production. Hey!